That was a little 8-bit Mr. Blue Sky by Chris. Do you have a guess? Oh, fuck. All right, give me a hint. I have no clue. It was on the second um, Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Banger. All right, give me another hint. The first name, this band is three names long. The first name is Electric. I mean, at this point, I mean, you've given me three hints, and I have no clue, so I kind of feel like I've struck out. The second name (laughs) of the band is Light. Electric Light. Well, I don't want to guess the last name. The third name (laughs) is... Orchestra, ELO. I dude. was gonna say orchestra, but I was like, "Oh fuck! If I'm wrong, I'm gonna get. F- I mean, Jugs is gonna light oh, me up." I think a lot of people are rolling their eyes right now. Everyone knows Chris is a hashtag music head. Fuck yeah, I'm a hashtag music head. Now, the reason why I picked that song, uh, Donovan, aka Donnie Darko, that you guys hear on our show, he is doing an ELO tribute with the uh, Huntington Beach Academy of Performing Arts program this weekend. Oh, nice. And it they have a show Friday night. You know ELO is one of my favorite bands. <laughs> Dude, you know what's weird about that band? They have so many hits that you're like, you, did, that you just no- didn't know it was a... Give me another one. Evil Woman. E- uh, evil Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's, That's ELO, dude. Give me another one. Fuck, dude. They got a lot, Chris. Oh, I put you on the spot, Yeah, huh? you put me on the spot. They got a lot, though. All right. They got a lot. Right. They got Jeff Lynn. He was in the Traveling Wilburys. That's his band. Hey, real quick. Well, first of all, this is Best Friend of These, and I'm Christopher Long. And I'm Johnny Short King. <laughs> Dude, I'm seeing that so fucking much. There was an SNL skit. Skit. Yeah. The Short King thing. Like, yeah. that one dude is really leaning into the Short and King. Then, and then there was, a, there was a six foot four guy, and the girl's like, I'll take him. I'll take him. <laughs> Can I just give it to him right now? And he was a total idiot, dude. And it was like, I'll, no, I, I'll take him. Uh, hey, real quick, Traveling Wilburys, I sent it to you and your brother, listed their age, and it was like... That hurt. Oh, fuck, dude. Okay, just I think, so you know... I think Roy Orbison was maybe two years older he than was, us. He was 54, and the rest were like in their 40s, dude. Dude, like younger And do you us. remember when, do you remember when, like... Even high school, we thought they were like so fucking old. Like, so old. they were like this fossils supergroup. And then to find out that they were in their 40s at the time with only Roy Orbison being like 54. And I think Tom Petty might have been in the late 30s. <laughs> Tom, Tom Petty was kind of effed at birth, dude. He, he, I he, remember Mad Magazine had a, like, a, like one of their like slams and their funny pages was like, you know you're having a bad day if Tom Petty says you look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, hey, so another thing now. It's been a while since we recorded. I don't know it's how long. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. No, seriously. I, I'm barely hanging on here. I can't deal with you singing right now. Yeah. Uh, went to, actually, my whole fucking family. Jamie, Jackson, my mom, my dad. And uh, Allie, uh, my son's girlfriend, went and saw your son play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At at D Piazza's in Long Beach. Oh, and fucking um, Ava, 
So my son's girlfriend's twin sister. I mean, I had the, brought the whole herd out, bro. Yeah. The whole herd came out and they fucking killed it. He killed it. Yeah, they play like soul music. They don't play like oh, most kids his age and stuff. They they stick with like the Nirvana covers. Yeah. And they they play like fucking. Oh, they went no. My 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 mom was like Chris. This is for my generation. Chris, your mom. Is it, okay, first of all, Darko's band is called Roof on Fire, and your mom is now president of <laughs> Roof on Fire's fan club. She seriously, dude. <laughs> Dude. She could not get enough of Roof on Fire. I yeah. mean, they played they played a lot of soul music. They played fucking, what's that song from Animal House? Shout. Oh, shout. Yeah. Pick your hands up and shout. Oh, Come yeah. Dude, they killed it. <laughs> it was great. And you know the thing is. <clears throat> okay, got you out of the house. First of all, you were, um, you were out past 830 on a. Well, but this is the thing. Okay. This is the funny story. <laughs> so Jamie was kind of preparing for like. We're going. I mean, if we're going out, we're staying out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was unprepared for everyone but her was like, once Donovan's done, we're gone. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, we're backing up the car and driving home. You, but that's not true. You guys actually stayed no. for uh, some of anti-groupies uh, set who they opened up for. And you pitch them as like, they're going to get signed. They're going to get fucking signed. They're going to get signed. Like they're, they, they are so polished. And like, I know we played them last time on our show as the recommendation, but. Dude, they were really good. They're great. They're and great. you totally did not oversell them. It was like, fuck Johnny, you're right. They're good. <laughs> you, you called it. <laughs> yeah, damn. You called it. Uh, yep. And then, uh, yeah. So no, that was cool. So uh, shit, dude, a lot's happened. What? Dude, so much has happened. Um, I'm, transi- gonna, I'm transitioning right we're now. Gonna, um, I think the meat and potatoes of this episode is going to be, and we'll probably call the episode Hollywood Chris. Oh, shit. We haven't talked about that? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, dude, Magic Mind was like, um, are you guys going <laughs> to release? A, they were like, is it possible that you guys could release uh, a podcast in January? And I was like, wow. Now even Magic Mind is Dude, like. Dude, our sponsor is fucking harassing. Well, people, like our fans. You know what? But the thing is, Laker Chicken, he's disappeared. I don't even think he listens anymore. He doesn't even. Because he used to be like, he was honest. And now mm-hmm. he's not honest. He's not honest. But he did just start a new job. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like VP at this company. He's like, this uh, is big time. Of huh? the Chicken Shack? yes yes a lot of people don't know that laker chicken is the owner of the chicken shack (laughs) in san diego and uh costa mesa uh you know what but the funny thing about laker chicken is he talks a lot of shit until my team starts doing well yeah we're tied right now and then he's fucking crickets crickets well chris when you're tied with the jazz you're not going to be doing a lot of like dude and I don't say that you guys are not a large market team. We're a large market team, making small market moves. <laughs> yeah, although I, we did have, a, dude, we did have a good win against Golden State the other night, double overtime. Dude, hey, you know what the thing? First time I think they said since twenty twelve or twenty twelve or twenty thirteen that Steph Curry isn't going to be an All Star starter. Dude, Steph Curry <clears throat> was so mad after the game that he ripped his jersey in half. Oh, dude, he must be like so he old. he took it to heart, dude. dude he, <clears throat> you know what? And that's the thing, though. Every team, I mean, 
with the exception of like the fucking Bulls, Jordan's Bulls when he retired, yeah. it was the last stance. Walk, go off to the sun, win a ring, walk away. Yeah. Like, dude, you just, you, you go past your prime and you're going to fucking lose. Yeah. And the Warriors are not good. No, they, they, the dynasty's over. It is. It's totally, I mean, quite frankly, the way they're playing, I don't even know if they're going to get into the play-in I tournament. Know. I know. Like, I mean, it's that bad. I don't know if the Lakers are going to get in the play-in tournament. But <sighs> well, we I mean, to- Danny Ainge is probably going to blow up. My team's playing way too well. To let that stand. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's going to have to fucking like, get he, rid of. He's going to have to trade whoever's doing good for you guys right now. Because, you know, and I heard stories. There were, God, there was someone I was talking to who was like a diehard Celtics fan. And it was back in the day where the Celtics, like, Ainge was like, we're going to tank. And we're going to get good draft picks. And the team was doing well. Yeah. And he fucking he was, was like losing it dude. hissy fit like he was like screaming at the coach and like start fucking trading away the better players and so yeah i'm anticipating yeah he's not gonna let us stand but uh you know it's fun my my dad's living here my parents are living here and uh in the city not not in the studio eh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good. Thank you for correcting me on that. I don't, I don't want listeners to think your your dad was living in the studio. Hey, Dad, how's it going? <laughs> uh, so I've been watching a lot of jazz games with him. It's, it's cool. My mom kind of pretends to get into it, but yeah. then she just brings out her book. She doesn't like it. She's like, Jamie, I think it was a bait and switch. Like in the beginning, they liked it, and then it was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I'm... I have, a, I have a new girlfriend, and uh, I told her, I'm like, hey, just so you know, there's 80, what is it, 81 games 82. a year? 82 games a year. That, I'm, I'm committed. That, that this, is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is, we just went to, we just saw the, uh, fuck, the Rockets game in LA last week. Actually, I almost posted, so I think I was in Japan. Uh, yes. We'll get, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, you posted a photo of you guys, you and Mo, at the yeah. uh, Laker game, and she was all decked out. And I almost was like, "Poser, tell me one player on the team besides LeBron." <laughs> no, she's dude, she's on it, dude. She's Is on she? it. Yeah. Was she a Laker fan, or is she becoming a she Laker? She was a Laker fan, and I think that she like we like she did team player. Like started watching games, knowing that we were going. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I was like, you know, that's that's Rui Hachimura. We call him the Black Samurai. That's Vando. We call him the Vandalorian. Like, I was giving all the nicknames and stuff. AR-15, you know. Hey, the uh, Hachimura? Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard much about him this yeah, year. Yeah, it's because their coach is in love with another guy, and Rui's just not getting the, the minutes, Chris. Dude, last year, he was killing it. He had some, like, big games. He still games. kills it. He still kills it when they put him in. Like, him and Vando aren't getting a lot of playing time right now. I'm kind of surprised. Everyone's that, calling all the Laker fans are calling Coach Ham Coach Scam, well, or I, or uh, Pockets because he always has his hands in his pockets. Oh, really? So it's always like when we lose, you see memes that say "Fire Pocket Coach Pockets now." Dude, I'm surprised he hasn't been fired yet. I did how the Milwaukee's coach, they were in third place in the whole entire NBA, and he got fired. How did that happen? Yeah, you know what? I actually heard Gilbert Arenas like was on a podcast talking he's like dude they yeah they were doing great the team was playing well you know and they didn't even have their third option middleton they were doing well the coach gets fired he's like 
Dude, it has to be something besides basketball. Yeah, like, something eternal. Yeah. Like, like uh, I, remember that inappropriate shit that went on? Celtics? Yeah. yeah. Like, where you're like, hmm, that's weird. And then they, like, came out later on. You're like, oh, that makes that makes sense that he should be gone. Yeah, so I, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, anyway, all right. So on this episode, we are going to do top five favorite vacations. Yes. Uh, the meat and potatoes will uh, will Hollywood Chris, Hollywood Chris fucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kids at my work, dude. Chris, I keep telling you, I I, I work with like a bunch of twenty one year olds and and uh, and they literally, I heard them say, I heard them say, yo, low key, the Hunger Games trilogy fucks, and I just heard that and started laughing. I guess so. I guess that means cool. You know, the thing is... Hollywood Chris fucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the thing... And when my dad would say lingo from my yeah. generation, it was like totally super cringy. Yeah. But I was asking my son, so Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Who I'm really looking for, March 1st, Dune 2 comes out. Can't wait. Dune fucks. 100%. <laughs> uh I read this interview and he was talking about uh, what's the, the Spider-Man Tom Holland. Yeah, and he was like, "Dude, Tom Holland's like a Riz Master, <laughs> and everyone knows it. Zendaya knows it. The internet knows it. He's a Riz Master." <laughs> and I'm like, went to my son and I was like, "Hey, you guys what, still using Riz? <laughs> what is fucking Riz Master? Mean? Oh, you didn't know that? No." What you tell me what you think it Riz is. means like you're like the Mac, dude. Like you got all the, the charisma. Power of, the, yeah, and picking up the chicks. Like, oh, that guy's got mad Riz. Oh, I didn't know. I've never even. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm from Utah. Yeah. We didn't have the Riz in Utah. Yeah. But my son was like, hold it. Did Timothy Chalamet say Riz Master? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, that's so cringe. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Because he's too old. He's yeah. almost 30. Oh, shit. He's that old, dude? Yeah. They I guess all look he's like almost little 30. kids. I know they look everyone they all look you know what word we had for a hot second dude which I fucking thought was the coolest when when you say like oh hey that shirt that shirt's tits dude oh no tits (laughs) I loved tits oh dude well we did and I don't know maybe you had this in California I don't know maybe this is just Utah thing yeah tits on a ritz no (laughs) (laughs) but you know what that's tits on a ritz Chris Chris (laughs) I love both of those things <laughs> they go great together. So when I was in when I was in Europe, when I was in Italy, their cool word, the same word that meant cool, was the same word slang word for pussy. So so like they'd be like that shirt is pussy <laughs> in Italian. Oh no! Shit. Hey, actually, and, and they said girls and guys used it. They're Dude, like our word for cool is pussy. We're going down a rabbit hole in uh, Shakespearean time. Uh, the uh, slang for vagina was nothing. So the play, Shakespeare's play, Much Ado About Nothing. Shut up. Yeah. Much Ado About Pussy. You dirty bird. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) I just read that the other week or like a week ago. He just got that much cooler to me. (laughs) Shakespeare's pretty cool. I mean, I love the movie he wrote, Shakespeare in Love. (laughs) 
All right, so we are gonna do. Uh, hey, where are we talking about uh, Hollywood, Chris? That's gonna be the mean potatoes. But you know what else we got? What? Conspiracy corner, dude. I've been sending you so much shit lately. Oh no, dude, you did send me a bunch of shit. Dude, I the, was the, the ma- one. Thing, have we talked about the fucking mall one yet? You, no. Do you know when I stopped sending you stuff? What? Where it simply read, "Bro." You have a problem with aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, I don't. The rest of the world does, dude. You know what? It, yeah. And I, I just laughed when I did it. It was after <laughs> I sent you the medal that can like. <laughs> oh, the me- actually, no, that was actually pretty cool. So interesting. Yeah, no, that was pretty cool. I mean, it was <laughs> taken at the original crash site, but we'll get into it later. All right. So as you can tell, we got a lot of shit to talk about. So uh, why don't we get this party started? Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best Frenemies, we salute you on this day, you savages. Ha! What's up, bitches? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies Top 5 List. All right. Thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. <clears throat> you know what? Um, every time I hear, I listen to our podcast. And you hear how, when, how old was he when you recorded that bit? He was probably seven years old. And how old is he now? 14. Do you, how many times has he... It's like he, a time capsule. How many times has he asked us, like, now he comes in the room and is like, hey, uh, when are you guys going to let me uh, re-record that intro? And we're like, dude. Never. We're like, never. The whole point is you sound cute and it's a little kid saying bitches. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all you've aged out like Menudo, bro. <laughs> 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 you're yeah, not, you're yeah. no little cute kid anymore, dude. You're fucking Mr. Long Hair with the guitar. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. I, I tell him all the time, I'm like, when are you going to write us a fucking theme song? Oh, yeah. What does he say? He's like, how much are you going to pay me? How about I give you a roof over your head? Dude, you, you know what? I thought like by him not doing sports and doing music, I would save money. That's not working out for you. Oh, dude. I think I spent like over a thousand dollars on the stupid fucking pedals that you see guitar players. How much? Up. Over a thousand on those little. He wanted a pedal board, so it's got like the fucking cry. Like, and he's let me held his guitar and play with the pedals probably for thirty seconds, dude. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, that's me, really what this is let, about. Let me show you. Let me show you what Dad can do. Do you remember? Um, do you remember? Do you remember the South Park where they were all doing Guitar Hero and then Randy like plugged in a real guitar? He's like, "Hey guys, if you like that, do you want to do you want to hear me play the real song?" And they're like, "Move." <laughs> I unfortunately I relate to Randy the most on South Park, <laughs> dude. That's hilarious. Um, 
tough. And so why does he need uh, drum pedals? Because he's fucking playing the no, guitar. No, it's the guitar like the. Oh, pedals, the pedal. Like I the thought wah wah. He's got the crybaby wah wah pedal, and he's got all these other distortion ones. He's got one pedal that I think all it does is it like. It's like for solos, you click on it and it makes your guitar like 10 times louder. Like when you're taking the spotlight, dude. <laughs> it, 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 it turns it up to 11, Chris. Uh, oh, dude, that's all you had to say. Hey. It goes to 11. Yeah. Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, all right. So we are doing top five vacations, uh, Johnny. I just want to say that I feel set up by this one because... Uh, I know your list, and I know that you went on a pretty smoking vacation recently, and you just chose to throw in a top five vacations. Total coincidence. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> top five vacations coming in at number five: Nicaragua. I that have, one surprised me when when I saw your list. When did you go there? I went there with uh, when I was when I was. Uh, my ex-in-laws have a house in Nicaragua, so we went out. We went to Manau, and then the the city portion, which, you know, that was that was a that was something. That was a third world country city. But then uh, <clears throat> San Juan del Sur is like the surf town, mm-hmm. and like that was bitching. I mean, I know there's like a bunch of there's a surf community, community. down there. But so there are a lot of clothing factories are kind of sprouting up down there. So yeah. a lot of people in, you know, my wife's world uh, go down there. And I've heard horror stories of like, dude, you get killed for like dude, an iPhone. It's like Mexico. And like, I love the meme on Mexico where it's like what people think Mexico is. And it's like, it shows like the cartel, like holding a gun to like white people's heads. Yeah. And it's all what Mexico really is. And it shows beautiful beaches. And then another picture of beautiful hotels. And the third picture is the same picture of the Mexican cartel <laughs> holding to the white people's heads. That's Nicaragua, Chris. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so my number five, hold on, my iPhone that I could get killed for in Nicaragua. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the summer before my freshman year in high school, my dad uh, did a consulting trip in Europe, uh, uh-huh. and we were there for a month. That's sick. Yeah, and we freaking went everywhere, dude. And it was first time I ever went to Europe, and... <clears throat> The memory, and I actually brought this up because the trip that I went on recently, they drive on uh, the wrong side, uh, steering wheels on the wrong side. Right, right, right. And my dad, dude, there's no fucking way I would drive. There's no way I would drive in in Great Britain. I'm thinking the same thing. Like, there's no fucking way, dude. I would kill. I wouldn't be able to adapt. No, I would fucking get myself killed. And my dad almost got us killed (laughs) because he's driving and he's taking a right. But he's on the wrong side of the road. Uh, but you're so used to like taking a right where you're like not worried about oncoming traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he turns, and so he crosses through a lane, and he almost fucking get his. I mean, we almost fucking died. Everyone's just like, Rrr. yeah. And he was like, oh my god. And I'm, <laughs> but anyway, so that was uh, that was a good, that was a banger. I mean, a month in Europe, that was that was a banger trip, and I had a good time on that one. Nice. Coming in at number four, Barcelona. Can you please say that in English? Barcelona. Uh, it's Barcelona. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
You know, were you I, th- were you there with the dream team? So I was told the <laughs> I was told the king of uh, short king the the short king of Barcelona had a lisp, and the pe- the townspeople loved him. So to like so they all talked with a lisp too. So that's why Barcelona is called Barcelona because he had a lisp. Dude, the beaches were fucking insane. I'm gonna. W- <laughs> the beaches were insane. The architecture, all the all the Gaudi, they dude, like, it's crazy to see stuff that's hundreds of years old still standing. The Sangrada Familia Church looks like a drip sound sandcastle. Really cool. You know what? I'm actually did not know you have traveled this much. I mean, I know you went to like Amsterdam because you know yeah, what self-respecting yeah, I mean, drug addict and, doesn't go to Amsterdam. And who's not going to talk about Amsterdam? But, yeah, I didn't realize you'd gone to all these other places. That's pretty cool. All right, so my number four is kind of a cheat because it's Utah, and I I go to Utah probably two to three times a year. Uh, I was raised in Utah, but this trip was probably about six years ago because we were moving into this house. It was super bad timing, and my brother-in-law called me up, and he was like, hey, because I had a bucket list. I want to go helliboarding. So like, you know, you go up in a helicopter yeah. and they drop you off. They drop you off on the mountain. I've, want, I've talked about that for 30 years. And he was like, hey, because I told him once, I was like, if you can give me 24 hours notice, the heliboarding, I'll fucking come out. And he's like, all right, I'm giving you 24 hours notice. You got to put, you know, you got a spot on the helicopter. And I begged Jamie. <laughs> she was like, Go. And spent the day. I mean, I flew in. I mean, it was probably 24 hours. It's cool enough being on a helicopter, but to actually exit a helicopter. Oh, dude. And it was crazy, too, because, like, they would go to the tip of the mountain and, like, the, 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 uh, I don't even know what you call them. Like, the little stand for the helicopter would just be, like, They'd just be hovering like they weren't, they couldn't even land all the way. So they're just like, boom. So you have to jump out with your board and it freaking takes off like a bullet and then you ride down the mountain. I mean, it was... That's insane. Dude, it was... That's a bucket list. That's a bucket list. No, that... Oh, dude, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's your number three? Uh, number three would be uh, Italy. My friend uh, Alessandro Bado, I got to... Uh, I really kind of don't like how you're pronouncing names <laughs> right now. He goes by Bado. He has a... <laughs> He actually lives in the in in the United States now. He has a he has a motorcycle company called Chopper Kings. This was back when he had a skate company called Broke Clothing. It was an Italian skate company. He lived in Treviso, Italy, which is like um, twenty minutes south of Florence. And I live and I lived with him and his mom for like three weeks. Oh, this was nice. non sober, Johnny. Oh, so sweet. I was such a nightmare. I did. I was such a nightmare to him. I wanted to go out every night. They had a, uh, Italy had uh, siestas, which I always thought would be so cool. Like, oh, it shuts down from 12 to 4 every day. Well, when you go out partying and you wake up at 1130, you end up sleeping in till 330 because you know that not shit is going to be open. When, uh, when that, sounds to- that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, they all go home and eat with their family. And dude, and in Italy too, like, basically you get married and people and the and your parents just put like a brick divider and give you part of their house 
because it's like oh, so they expensive. Wall off. They, wall. they wall off, and you have a separate entrance, and then you're like, "I'm a homeowner." Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm. We're probably going to be doing that with Jackson at this point, with how much homes cost yeah. these days. But it was cool because Botto took me, dude. He was fucking awesome. He he took me to um, took me to Florence. He took me to Venice. He took me to um, uh, Rome. Got told them, lied to them, said I was an American rock star, and we got walked out onto the floor of the Coliseum. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, what year was that? Fuck. It was after 9 11 because I remember everyone asking me. It was probably like three years after 9 11. Uh huh. Because everyone wanted to know where I was in 9 11, if I knew anyone that died in 9 11. I'm all, I live in California. That was in New York. That's very far away. Like, they, did, they didn't have the grasp. And also in Europe, everyone wanted to talk about our President Bush. I think W was our president. And I'm like, I, we don't, I don't really follow politics. I don't know. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. That, okay. that, those were the main questions. Uh, since it's not on my list, dude, Italy is my favorite, my favorite country in, in Europe. I probably gained 20 pounds in uh, three weeks, by the way. The food is fucking amazing. Dude, I fucking love Italy. I love Rome. Like the last time I went there, my parents were living there for a year. So we went out. Jackson was probably like six, five or six. Did you go to the Coliseum? Yes. And actually, did you see a bunch of cats at the Coliseum? They have all well, these stray actually, cats. Yeah. Everywhere. Well, I. It was next door. There was kind of like a, a ruin, and there were tons of stray cats I, in the Coliseum. I I don't recall them being in the Coliseum. I, I just don't know why that never pops up. Like, if I was making a movie and I had the Coliseum, I would import like three hundred cats to, to, be, like, to really prove my point. Like, oh, there's cats everywhere. They, stray cats. They. Uh, yeah. So the first time I went to Italy, we. The Coliseum was closed down. You could just walk outside. So this last time, it's like you could walk in it, yeah. walk around. Do they have concerts there now and stuff? Yeah, it's fucking. They it's light amazing. it up at night, like cool colors. Like, dude, it's fucking badass. So Jamie and I left Jackson with my parents, um, and we went to Rome by ourselves because we we're kind of like, eh, Jackson's playing a little too young to. Yeah. And Jamie and I would just—I mean, we we're there for like three or four days, and we just walk around randomly. And it'd be like, oh, fuck, hey, uh, you know, the Pantheon. All right, cool. Like, we just walked down alleys, and it was just, it was amazing. I love Italy. But anyway, all right, so my number three, um, and I've been there, I think, three times now, uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah. And that's right next door to, isn't that next door to Nicaragua? Yeah, yeah, well, it's in the general. Why are you testing me on my geography, bro? (laughs) I mean, it's all down like Colombia, Bogota, you know. But I, I was under the impression that people that didn't get in on Costa Rica, like houses, they started buying in Nicaragua. That's the only reason why I'm saying that. All right. Yeah. I uh, do. Costa Rica's rad. And the thing is, so this is my, the two kinds of trips. They're trips where you're going to the beach, you're just hanging out, you're chilling, you're relaxing. And then there are trips where it's like you're going to Europe, you're going to Japan, you're fucking walking, walking, walking. Yeah. Costa Rica is just a chill, like, there are a few places in the country. It's like, all right, let's go check it out. But then it's just like, we're just going to hang out, eat, hang out at the beach. Hey, when I moved here, I stopped wearing a watch. Oh, that's so cool. Like, with, like, the spirit. No, it's because my iPhone has a <laughs> clock. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Number two. What's your number two? <laughs> number two. 
Coming in number two, uh, I did the uh, cruise to Alaska out of Seattle. Oh, yeah. So, I do. I remember when you went on that trip. Yeah, did a Ketchikan. Because you sent me a picture the day before you left, and it was like, all right, I'm all packed. And it was like a case of uh, nicotine <laughs> lozenges. Yeah, sell my Nicorette. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm packed. All back for my trip. Um, yeah, so one of the cool, like, first of all, dude, I just remember walking out on, because we had one of those rooms on the back of the boat, which is like the bigger rooms. You don't yeah. feel as claustrophobic. And I remember we were going down like, I don't know, a valley of mountains, whatever you would call that, like in the middle. Mm-hmm. They go into the, down the channel. And there was a pod of orcas behind our boat. Like, Shut up. And it was just me. It was like at like six in the morning. And it was just me and like four other dudes I could see on the balcony. We all looked up at each other and gave the nods like, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. And no one's here to see it, dude. Like, That's cool. Yeah. It was a pod of orcas, dude. It was really fucking cool. I remember, I mean, didn't you do a picture on like a fucking glacier? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we took a helicopter, Chris, right. and it touched down on a glacier. And we like, they had like water bottles and we like drank pure water from the glacier. And that's why I look 10 years younger than you because I've um, drinking from the waters of Lake w- Winnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> I purified my sin. So, hey, hey, first of all, I've never seen Purple Rain, but yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I know what you're talking about because I'm a hashtag music head. No, and then when we came back from the uh, when we came back from the helicopter ride, if that wasn't cool enough, fucking Tommy Davidson from In Living oh, Color yeah. was the next group to go on, and he was like totally chatting us up. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm like low-key showing like the kids. Like, He's kids. a short king too, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Remember when he fought uh, Jim Carrey and <laughs> Ace Ventura too? He was like the he was the guy that kept in the backpack where he like, he was like uh, one of the African natives that he had to fight. Oh, shit, I don't remember It was a big fight. Mo- dude, it was fucking hilarious. I don't dude. remember that movie that well. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, so my number two, I totally fucked up because as you were talking, I looked at my list. It was... The trip to Italy with Jamie <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> I totally forgot I put it on there. So I already discussed it. So yeah, that was a great trip. I really enjoyed it. One of my favorite. Wait, hey, I'll just add this about it. When I'm on my deathbed and my life is flashing before my eyes, I think probably 80% of those memories are going to be from that trip to Italy with my son and Jamie. It was just a magical, wonderful uh Actually, it was back when my son, you know, like liked me. He was like six years old and I was still pretty cool. Now I'm just like a loser. Is that one of your son's shirts you're wearing right now? Well, it is a shirt he got me from the company he works for. Basket case. Okay, is that Kurt Cobain on It is on. It is Kurt Cobain, yes. that's, That's a fucking cool shirt, dude. Fuck yeah, it is. And he bought it and he was like telling Jamie they had a sample sale on Saturday. And he was like, hey, I got to show you, you, you guys are going to have to fight for it. And he brought it out and I was like, I'll wear it. And Jamie's like, fuck, I'll wear it. And she's like, it looks a little big. I guess maybe Chris can wear it. So I wore it today and Jamie just looked at it and was just like, motherfucker. I got a question for you though. That is such a, that is a really fucking cool hip shirt, but I want to know why you have it tucked in and I can see your belt right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
wow, bro. <laughs> You're like, hey, do you like my do you like my shirt? <laughs> Okay, now it's now it's untucked. It's untucked now. <laughs> you got I was not aware yeah. that it was tucked in. You're yeah. a fucking asshole. Yeah. All right, what's your number fucking one, asshole? Hey guys, I'm a hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, hey, would you say my shirt fucks? <laughs> <laughs> okay, coming coming in number one is Hawaii, um, Oahu. Is where my grandpa's from. Billy's calling right now. Should we put him on the air? Sure. Why not? Okay. Billy, you're live on Best Frenemies right now. Hey, uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, Origato to Chris. Konnichiwa. Dude, I, you guys suck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you didn't leave your wife for a, a geisha girl or whatever you call <laughs> What? He wants to know if you left Jamie for a geisha girl, is what he what he said. What? No! <laughs> <laughs> Never! Go to a Japanese bathhouse. <laughs> Shh! Hang up! Hang up! Chris said namaste in California. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, real quick. And this can go for Chris, too. Okay. Uh, easy is goodwill place to drop, drop off a good bunch of clothes. All the ones in Irvine are closed. There was like two of them, and now there's none. Chris, if you're, if you're looking for a good goodwill place, uh-huh. Billy's your guy. All right. I need, I need you, know where, you know where I like to drop off? stuff i just find an alley late at night uh, i want it they're actually good clothes there's like uh 10 of those uh hawaiian shirts that neither the boys or me wanted or okay. you okay billy we just lost like four of our 10 listeners i'm gonna let you go okay you guys aren't live you guys <laughs> if you're on youtube doing it then i'd be like yeah sorry we have a but face for you, radio billy we have a face for radio and you're also allergic to money because. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like our sponsors. Hey, I'm yeah. trying to get my top. I, I don't even know at this point. Have you given your top travel destination? No. Oh, it was Hawaii. It was Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. We're dude. We're talking about uh, top five travel destinations right now. We got to get back. A, I just need to know if there's a fucking goodwill. Whoa! <laughs> That's all I need. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Do Hey, tell him to come down, get off the 55, take a right on 19th, and stop after yeah. you get yeah. past in and out Is that one still there? That's all I need yes, to yes, it's still there. Okay, done. Hey, Go good, in there good day, sir. Yeah, yeah. Have fun playing house. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Dude, I shouldn't have answered that call. You know what? For a second, I thought he was going to run with it and it was going to be funny. I didn't realize he was just demanding yeah, a good Yeah, he walk. just wanted to continue his phone call. <laughs> like, I told him he was live on the air. Hey, I'm going to let you decide whether to fix that in post. But anyway, get back to Hawaii. Yeah, okay. So, my dad was from Hawaii. He was born in that house. And my my grandpa, my papa, that left me all, all the money for my house now. Um, Oahu, born and raised my dad and we'd go that that was i had one one group of grandparents that lived in cincinnati ohio 
And a very close second was uh, Oahu, Hawaii. Which where, where do you, you wanna, go? Where, where do you go? It was tough. It was tough <laughs> on the destination as a child. Yeah. And shaved ice, Hanama Bay, North Shore, like very special place to me. I I I would like. I know that it's like the big tourist island, but dude, it's fucking rad. It's the tourist island for a reason. Yeah. Like Waikiki, that beach is beautiful. That's why they put all the all the hotels right there because it's a beautiful beach. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, what do you say? Okay. I mean, it's Hawaii, number one. All right. Go for it, Chris. All well, right, so could, my number could, one is actually your number one. Couldn't possibly be Hawaii, Chris. Go for it. Shoot. <laughs> uh, my number one is uh, Japan. <sighs> Japan, which I just got back last Wednesday. That's funny. I think that was number one on my bucket list places to go. Yeah, and... Uh, so, Professor Danny, even while I was in Japan, shot me a DM going, Hey, how are you enjoying Johnny's uh, Johnny's trip? Oh, dude. Jo- okay, well, dude, you don't understand. Like, I think people really, like I told you, I'm like, I'm happy for you. I'm just not happy for you. And uh, Well, you actually started asking me, like, hey, on my Japan trip. Chris, I know you're going on a trip. You don't have to say Japan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys said, can you just say your trip? I know where the fuck you're going. And um, and uh, Jugs, who owns Full Metal Jiu-Jitsu, that guy's been in a, dude, that guy's been in Japan. Like 22 times. At least 22 times. I think we're being nice. I think he told me 22, but I don't know. So he decided <clears throat> to basically give you a PDF tour guide no maps fucking told us where to stay like i think he might be working on a side hustle like he's japan like tourism like you know those books like let's go europe let's go italy those are really helpful but they're like very like for the masses and i think jugs could do a let's go japan but like for cool you know for for cool guys and girls cool he, cats and oh no he was kids. totally helpful and he kept like in the morning i would like get a message from like hey what's the plan today where are you going i think you know do this i'm gonna send a map like dude he was great he was great so the japan trip he was excited for you too like he hit me up why, why you were in japan and he was just stoked for you dude oh dude it was um that was that was a hey jugs Good on you, mate. No, I no, was... I I owe Jugs big time, and I I need to. I don't know how I'm gonna repay him, but uh, it blowjobs always work for me. Oh, will you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he oh, so Japan. It was my son's high school graduation gift that we just couldn't get to till right now. I mean, he graduated last spring, but uh, your son requested my dream trip. Yes. Graduation. Yes, he did. He was like, I want to take Johnny's bucket. Well, he's not my friend anymore either. Uh, Dude. And even I think Jug summed it up. He was like, dude, I've been there like 22 times. I haven't even scratched the surface and you feel that way. Like I left and it's like, there's so much that wasn't seen. There was so much cool shit and there was, you know, you get in these areas and you start walking around and so many cool stores. We had dinner at the Kill Bill restaurant. Was, no, you had dinner where they had the rad fight scene where everyone was all bloody and they were slipping on the blood where they all came running down the stairs. And the food was fucking stellar, by the way. And reasonably priced, you yeah, said. Yeah, like 
Like that would be shocked on that. Stuffed and it was like 40 bucks. Because I grew up like in the 80s and it was just like Japan's so expensive. It's blah, 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 blah. Dude. I think we just caught up. It was like it really like the exchange rate for the U.S. dollar is great right now. It was super reasonable. Like all the food, it was cheap. Uh, but then also like I could eat at Seven Eleven. Everyone was like, every. I mean, I had multiple people, probably half a dozen people, guys anyway, saying like, "Oh, dude, I ate at Seven Eleven like every day." Like, is it did, and is like it, steamed they, buns? How are their Seven Elevens different from our Seven Elevens? Dude, their Seven Elevens are like. Are they bigger? Dude, they, no, this is one thing. A service that 7-Eleven and Japan does is you can drop off luggage and pay them to take it to the airport for you and store it. At 7-Eleven? Yeah. Dude, 7-Eleven, they have like 7-Eleven financial counseling, like a bank. Like 7-Eleven is a way different in Japan than it is here. When I worked for Morinaga America that made the Haichu candy, yeah. they, they told me like seven they're like Johnny, you don't understand. So they're like they're like like they, there can be like three seven elevens on one block. Like, oh dude, no. They're like they're like the amount of seven elevens there. They're fucking every but and they're it's super like, respected. The thing is though, and I was curious because <clears throat> dude, I love steam buns. Like Steam buns. Yeah, yeah. Red we all bean know Chris. Bun. Chris, Chris can't get enough of steam buns. Hanging out men's bathhouse. Hey, you know what the thing is though, Johnny? You really can't understand. You haven't been to Japan. Oh. You know? Hey, you know what? <laughs> you, this is the one thing. This is the one thing that I thought was cool, and this this made me want to go to Japan even more. Is you said I always heard that you know people people overhype trips and this and that, but everyone you ever talked to said. When it comes to Japan, like everything you hear, everything you think Japan's going to be, it is. Dude, I talk. So you and I talking about Italy just now. I love Venice, but I'll talk to people and they're like, it's stinky. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's kind of stinky. But, you know, I've never taught or like Paris. People are like, fuck, they're so rude. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You always have someone who's like. saying something negative. I have never, ever heard anyone say anything negative about Japan everyone's like oh dude it's so fucking cool like and and the thing is it's crazy and this is so fucking weird they don't have like garbage cans like out on the street yeah they don't have garbage cans but they don't have any fucking litter it is like the where where do you throw away your slurpee from 7-eleven chris well first of all they don't have slurpees uh what is it called something like kanichi guy no actually (laughs) until you just said they don't have slurpees what yeah there's no slurpees uh i guess you just carry it around with you until you find you go into like a car or another store and they have a garbage can but it's like there's no there's no garbage there's no litter and it's funny because we flew, like, when we came back on Wednesday and we're at LAX waiting for my parents to pull up. Dude, it's fucking dirty. Like, the U.S. Yeah. is fucking dirty. Yeah, it is. And you never realize it that dirty until you go to somewhere like Japan where you're like, dude, you could eat off the street. Like, it's so clean. Um, actually, and the other thing I was kind of surprised about is it I always thought and I got the impression that everyone smoked in Japan. Like everyone smokes. Oh, dude, they don't. There's well, signs saying on the street, like can't smoke here. Well, dude, I, I, 
I hung out with Japanese businessmen. Those fuckers drank and smoked. Like the second we got off the plane, they would run outside, go outside of the luggage carousel and just fucking be. No, and that's my. I but dude, out on the in the wild in yeah. Tokyo, nobody. Maybe it's cleaned up. I I mean it's fucking weird, dude. Did you, but, hey, did you check out anything? You, remember when you and I were like totally into like last summer the Japan Confidential? Did you check out any places? Uh, are you talking about Tokyo Vice? Tokyo Vice, whatever. Japan Confidential, <laughs> Tokyo Vice. We were so into it, I can't remember. Are you asking me if I went to the massage parlors? No, Johnny, <laughs> I didn't. Actually, did not. Why are you this, winking at me? And this right was now. a family trip. Uh, 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 can't uh. wait to go back to Japan with Chris. <laughs> uh, so, real quick. What was your favorite? What I'm going to tell you what my favorite part is. Okay. I got two things I'm going to share. Uh, so there was a, a museum and even Jugs was like, you got to go. It's Team Labs and Choga. And it's like this immersive uh, museum art installation. And it's like, we get there. And I didn't know anything about it. We bought tickets. Yeah. We go in and they're like, okay, you got to roll up your pants and you got to take off your shoes and socks. And I'm like, roll up your pants. It's like, oh, because you're walking through the water. You don't want your pants. To get. And I'm like, what? Hold what? Dude, you fucking are walking up the water up to your knees. Like, uh-huh. throughout, like, part of it, and you're sludging through, and they have, like, these laser coids that are all over, and then you come out, and then they're like, hey, girls, um, you're going to need, if you're wearing a skirt, you're going to need to rent a pair of our shorts because we have mirrored floors, and people will look up your skirt. And I'm like, what? And it's, like, another installation where it's, like, mirrored floors, so it's, like, you don't know where the floor ends and the ceiling i mean it's that's cool dude it was so amazing it was such a good time and then the other the coolest part and i don't think i don't know if my family liked this place as much as i did we were fucking kicking around in kyoto and we were just walking it's like a hipster area and there are cool restaurants and bars and whatever and we stumbled about i mean dude this whole shop was like the size of a bedroom max like a normal size bedroom and it had like a little bar or whatever, but it was a it was a place you could go in and get popcorn, get a drink. They had some alcoholic drinks, but you can get a coffee or tea or whatever, and pick a short film on VHS and stick it in the VCR and watch a short film. And they just had like one single chair, you know, or a couple chairs. It's almost like an installation piece, dude. Dude, it was the fucking coolest. So I pick one. There was a poster of this one, even uh-huh. the name the name of the film was even. And I'm like, yeah, let's fucking watch that one. Dude, it was fucking amazing. I bought, so they sell VHSs of the movies. Uh-huh. And I wanted to support it because I think shit like that's cool. I don't even have a VCR. Yeah, but it's cool to have a VHS tape, dude. Dude, the short film was fucking amazing. It was probably like eight minutes long. I fucking loved it. But I just submitted. So I walked out. I just thought it was great. I thought what they were doing was cool. Um supporting you know like short filmmaking and whatnot and we walk out and jamie kind of lingered behind for a second and she talked to like the people at the counter and she's like hey my husband has a short film can he submit it i was just thinking the same thing and they're like yeah here let's give the card you so so i submitted it today so i'm hoping just personally that you're I would love film. to be on a VHS tape in Japan somewhere that someone could walk in and just pop in my movie 
and watch as they're eating popcorn and having their drink. That'd be very cool. Yeah. So that was it. Hey, Johnny, I'm just saying, I, I know you don't like to travel and you, I've never heard you say anything about going to Japan, but, uh, no, cause I haven't been, you should, you should go to Japan, dude. You should think about it. You know, you're doing it again, dude. You're doing it again. Like when I told you to go to the Basquiat. Museum. If you like art, you <laughs> should go to fucking Basquiat. And you're like, and you're like, what do you mean it was your idea? I'm like, I literally sent you the info for tickets. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm going to dispute that. You told me about it, and you were like, I'm going to send it to you. I'm like, where's this info? And you're like, what? Wait, fuck it. I'll do it myself. I did it myself. So actually, oh, I you put on your big boy pants and <laughs> typed in uh, Basquiat uh, art tickets. <sighs> All right. So anyway, that's our top five. And I'm really, dude, this is going to be the longest episode we've ever done. Yeah, because it's we're talking to Billy. Month. We're fucking going off the rails here. All right, let's keep going. Let's get this okay. uh, show on the road. Hey, guys, it's uh, Johnny and Chris here from Best Frenemies. And our buddies over at Magic Mind sent us a nice little care package the other day. Chris, we've been trying these for about three days now. What are your thoughts on it? You know, I actually like it. I was a little skeptical. Uh, you know, this is supposed to give you energy, increased focus. I mean, it almost seems like an all-natural, you know, over-the-counter Adderall. And uh, so my expectations were pretty high, but it did not disappoint. It's actually, you know, and I drink energy drinks in the morning, mm -hmm. and I drink this. I don't get jitters, and it seems to complement my energy drink. That, see, that's what I love about it. It doesn't take, you don't have to remove your coffee to have it. You can actually pair your coffee with it. And what I've seen is I have my coffee, then I have this, and that kind of stops me from wanting to go get another coffee in the middle of the day. I do like the increased uh, focus because um, I'm super busy right now in my life, and I really need to have that extra oomph to uh, zero in on what I got to get done today. I like it. Each shot of Magic Mind contains a science-backed blend of 13 powerful ingredients, such as lion's mane mushrooms and ceremonial-grade matcha. I don't even know what that means, but uh, the end result is uh, a Magic Mind. Yeah, and it tastes good, too. So if you go, if our tens of fans go to magicmind.com forward slash frenemies, you can enter a discount code frenemies 20 yes uh so uh tell them um the best frenemies sent you two thumbs up hey mom there's something in the back room hope it's not the creatures from above you used to read me stories as if my dreams were boring we all know conspiracies are all right, it's that time to put on your tinfoil hats, Chris. It's Conspiracy Corner. Johnny, you need help. <laughs> okay. I decided, I, you know, I sent you, I probably kept it mellow in the last time we recorded and only sent you 155 uh, memes <laughs> on underwater aliens, people taking from boats, um, the sky pictures of aliens flying overhead. But what really, really caught my attention was, did you see all those cop cars in Miami at that mall? 
Yeah, that was pretty impressive. <clears throat> that was so, pretty. The way the story goes is there was a couple kids. Now, the media is trying to portray that there was a bunch of kids in the mall uh, lighting off fireworks and, um, and getting in a fight. And for that, I say, really? You need 250 cop cars showing up for that? It sounds a little suspicious to me, Chris. Sounds like the man wants you to think that. But due to uh, key account witnesses, a um, group of kids came with a box, right? And they, had, they were wearing, um, they were wearing uh, welder's visors. And they plugged the box in. And what it did, Chris, was it opened up another dimension hold on, well, hold on a second hold on a second where are you getting this information from tiktok of course but hold on so who says because the thing is i looked at the videos of like all the cops i mean there were like 200 cop cars at yeah. this mall in florida yes and the explanation that i saw was that yeah it was like fireworks or whatever they kind of dismissed it but they were like we, they thought it was an active shooter which I, but it was like, dude, still 200 for like, you, you saw the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. But who told you about the welding mass in a box? It was key account witnesses, Chris. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. All right. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, out of the box comes these shadow aliens now that we're dealing with. So four, did you say four people with boxes? To quote the Beastie Boys, another dimension, another dimension, <laughs> another dimension. Wow. Um, they were 12 foot tall, what can only be described as shadow aliens. So you're saying kids, how many kids with welding masks were there? Um, I'm going to say six to seven. And, they, and one of them said, it's okay. We're safe here. And they turned it on. And it, it, it made whoa, a... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Where are you getting that from? Who do you mean? Who? Key account witnesses <laughs> on TikTok, Chris. They said... That the, oh, I'm sorry. I don't get my information from CNN or... Uh, but they said we're safe here and they released these... Yeah, opened it, these boxes. It was basically... What it could only be described as what traps the ghost in Ghostbusters, the toaster-like unit was one of these kids named 11 no chris <laughs> the 11 is a tv show we're talking about reality right now this is real life chris all right go ahead sorry i'm stop interrupting okay so it started strobing and pulsating and like um people started screaming when all of a sudden like in the strobing effect they saw a shadow like alien 12 feet tall start walk out what could only be described as one walking out of another dimension and now into the mall that that made the crowd scream and run and there's footage of the alien walking outside of the mall that i sent you yeah and, no and, I, I saw that And their disclaimer was it was a light shining on someone and it was projecting that's what the man wants you to think. I'm just saying, like, it's not just little green people now or our grays, Chris. We need to add shadow demons into the mix of 2024. I mean, I would like, I would feel better about your story if we had some sort of context and explanation from these kids with welder masks, what they were doing, what their motivation was. Another dimension, another dimension. This is the last time we're doing Chris, this segment. No way, dude. You know what? 
We are touching with the conspiracy people. And then why did they decide to release it at a fucking mall? I mean... And how many did they release? Chris, where did you go when you were a kid? You went to the mall. Well, are they little kids? There's no outlets at the park, Chris. Use your head. Are, are, do they even have malls these days? Yeah, in Florida they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they got South Coast Plaza because if I'm releasing a demon, I'm not going to go, hey, maybe we should go out into the desert somewhere and release a demon or, hey, let's go to South Coast Plaza. South Coast Plaza. Yeah, I kind of, I'm for South Coast Plaza. <laughs> Fuck them, dude. <laughs> Maybe we get into Din Tai Fung faster if we really a couple. Maybe you know my guest, the demon. It's uh, what we call demon. So how many demons were there? I believe they said three or four. Don't quote me on that. I don't want to sound like a weirdo, but I think it was three or four. I don't want to get my facts wrong. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, all I'm saying is, once again, look into it, Chris. All right. So he before you we know what's funny is six months from now this is gonna be the normal reaction you're gonna be weird for like not not being with it, it like we talked about last episode they 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 found alien DNA in those little tiny remember the little tiny oh aliens? yeah the weird the the freaking <laughs> yeah, the the essentially the Mexican <laughs> parliament it looked like it looked like a cinnamon cake. <laughs> <laughs> So before we started recording this, Johnny admitted that like, hey, I kind of I've been holding back sending you this stuff because we were in Japan. You you sent me something, and I just replied with like, Johnny, you need help. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny, you need you need help with the aliens. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Well, hey, uh, I appreciate your groundbreaking uh, investigative reporting on. Uh, I can't take wait to talk to you next month when like you're like. Well, it turns out, due to my findings, that the alien shadows <laughs> live underwater, so that's okay. <laughs> well, that makes sense to me, Johnny. Yeah, there's a more pliable uh, theory. Hey, I, I want context, <laughs> yeah. and I want I want an explanation on why these kids, and why did they wear, wear welder's masks? For the strobe lights and when the dimension opens up, Chris. <laughs> Gotta protect your corneas, dude. All right, all right. There's a lot I don't know about. Yeah, interdimensional. Have you have you opened up another dimension? Uh, they were talking as if they had done this w more than once. And yeah, I mean, I guess they were going public, man. All right, look into it, guys. All right, look into it. This is a segment that I, uh, can you hear me all right? Yeah. This is a segment that I insisted on doing, and it's called Hollywood Chris. This is going to be a short segment, and actually this episode probably be one of the longer ones we've done in a while. Yeah, but, we uh, should probably uh, record more often. I wasn't aware that we hadn't discussed this, so I, uh, God, this was in December. Wait. What? 
Talk about how long ago you wrote this project. So one of my, I did a creator own comic for image and I believe it came out in 2005. So we're going on damn near 20 years, 18 years. I got sober in 2005. Uh, yeah. 18, 19 years. Dude, no, we're like 2024 right now, bro. It's like 20 years, 19 years, 20 years. Yeah. Um, we're matching. This is, uh, (laughs) Good with that. So this, uh, all right. So this comic book miniseries, it's called Hiding in Time, and the premise is they do witness protection in time. Um, it was supposed to be a four issue miniseries. The sales weren't that great, so the publisher, after two issues were already in the can, said, "You got to wrap it up in three, or we're just not going to do anymore." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" So it just the everything. The third, the last uh, issue. The story was horrible. The art was rushed. Like it just was bad and it didn't sell well, but Warner brothers optioned it years ago. And the guy who did the Lego movie, Dan Lynn picked it up. He was going to produce it. They couldn't crack it. Rights reverted to me. I've had it dicking around forever. How many times has a company gone and bought this, bought this property again? Uh, so it has been twice now. So Warner brothers and then MGM purchased MGM's had it for about <sighs> shit, dude. It's been like seven years. And then, so MGM's had it. It's been bouncing around with them. They've been keeping like, so when the pandemic hit, um, and I was laid off from my job, I'm like, I thought the rights were going to revert to me. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to write this as a feature link screenplay. So I you know, was unemployed, you know, had some severance, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to crank out this script. Right. And I was actually pretty happy with the script. And I crank it out. The day I sent it to my manager, because I'm like, all right, the rights are going to come to me. We're going to send it out. We're going to sell a screenplay. He's like, yeah, MGM's going to re-up the, re-up the option. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. And so anyway. Now, you've, you've been a, a, a bit... Uh, jaded about this. Yeah, it's like the fucking you, worst. You've heard this story before. Dude. You never get excited anymore when it comes to this piece of property. No. no. Oh, dude, Hollywood and, you know, telling people like, dude, a project could get greenlit and the day before shooting starts, it could get shit canned. It's like, for whatever reason. Like, I mean, Hollywood is so fucking weird that way. But anyway, so about a year ago, um, Colin Trevaro, who did all the uh, Chris Pratt Jurassic World movies. Yes. Directed those. Uh, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know this. Uh, so when Warner Brothers had it, he made a pitch to write a screenplay for Hiding in Time. So what happens is they, like Warner Brothers got it. And they went out to different writers like, hey, how would you how would you tackle this? And he was one of the writers. So he's always loved the property, apparently. Uh, he wants to do it. So he signed on. And so, but no announcements made. So this has just been in my back pocket. So it's a, that's a big deal. I mean, the guy has made movies that have made billions of dollars. And yeah. So this was before Christmas. So I found out 
the day my mom was dude a fucking crazy day so i was having dinner with my people from my old company we're just like getting together having dinner that day my fucking mom was rushed to hoke hospital because they thought she had a stroke so I'm yeah, de- that was a really weird day for you. Yeah, so I'm dealing with that, and then I'm telling my dad, I'm like, fuck, I'm supposed to go to this dinner, and uh, do you want me to come to the hospital right now? And they're like, well, she's getting an MRI. You're not going to even be able to see her. Just go have your dinner. So I'm going to dinner. I'm kind of tripped out on what's going on with my mom, and while I'm having dinner, my Hollywood manager, I see him call my cell phone, and I, I wouldn't have been able to hear. I'm not picking up on this. And I'm just like, Dylan. So anyway, the dinner ends. Um, I'm calling my mom and, you know, or calling my dad to find out what's going on. He didn't pick up. And then my manager texted me like, hey, dude, if you get a second, give me a call. I mean, if we, we can talk tomorrow, but whatever. People in Hollywood are kind of like bankers. Like after five o'clock, they're yeah, done, dude. And this was like this was like eight o'clock at night. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going on? So I call him and he's like, hey, so I'm just learning about this. But so Colin just finished his contract with Amazon. And um, he's fucking announcing this tomorrow. That this property is going out and the thing is that's not done so the people who make announcements like amazon does it mgn does it their lawyers get together everyone reads it you kind of get approval and say okay cool all right we're all good i mean it's a process yeah but apparently if you make movies uh, billions of dollars you can do whatever the fuck you want and he's like they're announcing it tomorrow and i'm like uh okay and this this was in january right what they announce it? Or no, there was no. In they December. announced it before Christmas. Yeah. yeah, before Christmas, when everyone Hollywood shuts down. Yeah, so it basically, I think what happened. So Amazon bought MGM. Jeff Bezos bought MGM. So now it's kind of like MGM slash Amazon. Right, right, right. And so there's kind of some shuffling going on. People at MGM are kind of losing their jobs. Like what happens? And I think. Colin, and I'm speculating, I don't know this for sure. I think Colin is kind of like, I'm not going to let you fuckers abandon this, abandon this property. So I'm fucking like, we worked on this contract for like six months You can go fuck yourselves. I'm announcing this. I think he's his way of holding their feet to the fire. I suspect. Uh, and so this announcement came out and I don't know. I am probably going to be getting some news this week. Um, you know, I guess the guy from, and this is just kind of insider information, but the guy who'd been shepherding this project from MGM standpoint from the beginning got, just got laid off and it really kind of a bummer because this guy was really championing it. But, um, the producer from Fargo, you know, the Fargo TV show. Yeah. He's producing this now. So he's on board. So I guess my manager's having getting coffee with him this week. They're going to kind of see like what the fuck's going on, but it kind of, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, this is closest it's ever been to going across the finish line. And if it goes across the finish line, I have other, the thing in Hollywood, I have other shit that I've written and and it's like, once this thing goes, then it's like, Hey, I got this. All I know is our life was not that great in 2023. 
all the way up to December. And all of a sudden, crazy stuff started happening for us in December. Dude, 2023 really sucked. Except for December. December was pretty <laughs> good. December was pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, 20, you know what? 2020 sucked. 2023 sucked, to be totally honest. And it's like, you know, but they're, fuck, dude, you never know what's going to happen, you know? And it's like, got that announcement, went to Japan this month. Yeah, like, yeah I don't know who, I don't even know who you are anymore. Hey, Hollywood Chris fucks. Dude. Does Hollywood Chris just wear a bathrobe with sunglasses around the house? Uh, you know, actually, this is my whole thing. I just want shit to happen so I can hire you as my personal assistant. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. And, you know, but the thing is, the only reason I want to do it is because I want to make you do shit that I know you don't want to do. <laughs> well, anyone that knows me, <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks, Chris. <laughs> you can call me Harvey. <laughs> Last name Weinstein. <laughs> Anyway, so that's uh, that's kind of the... See, that's Hollywood Chris. You're going to have to keep us updated. Everyone's going to be asking me. I will keep you updated. I, I don't know. It could fall apart tomorrow. Who knows? But, uh, hey, I'm still holding my fingers for my short film going into the Japan VHS. <laughs> yeah. If anything else, we got the the VHS tape in that Japan. Yeah. Hey, I'm hoping. That's uh, Fingers crossed, bro. You know, if one person sees it in Japan, you, you sold out the house. I know, dude. That'd be <laughs> huge. You never know what could happen. Big in Japan. I That's love right. It. All right. This is the uh, portion of recommendations. You know, I got to apologize to you guys for us being so long on recording, but like Chris was begging me every day to record and I was like, no, I can't, you know, I'm busy. I got so much going on. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to freaking jump in with my recommendation. So if you have Amazon Prime, uh, you can go into Audible. And they have things you can get just get for free as part of your membership to Prime. And one thing that just came out recently was William Gibson, who is the famed 
uh, sci-fi writer who like uh, his first book, uh, Neuromancer was a huge thing. Hugo award winning. He was a guy who uh, was widely considered coming up with the term cyberspace, you know, and creating this science fiction subgenre um, cyberpunk. He wrote a screenplay for Alien 3 that was never made. Uh, he wrote it before Alien 3 came out. Okay, I was going to say. Isn't yeah, it? no, it came out. That was not his. He wrote one, and it got buried, whatever, as it happens in Hollywood. And But sometime, I mean, I don't know when this was, but it was like released like online, like his script. And people were like, this would have been such a better movie. Like, a lot of people who like Alien did not like Alien 3. Um, And so Audible did an audio version. Was Alien 3 with Winona Ryder in it? No, no, no. No. uh, Alien 3 was the one. So at the end of Aliens, Newt and uh, the fucking... uh, Corporal, the dude, the hot guy from you know Terminator, whatever his name was. Uh, <laughs> you just say the hot guy. The hot guy, yeah. He was the hot guy who the father of uh, John Connor. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Okay, yeah, the hot guy, dude. Oh, the foxy dude. Got yeah, it. Got you know it. what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, they were in the cryogenic chamber and they all flew off together. Go on. And then the <laughs> Alien 3, don't you remember? They landed on the prison planet. Yes. And Newt died. Okay. And fucking that guy died. The hot guy died. And people were <laughs> like, dude, this sucks. Like, they hated it. I think the franchise, die hard, I mean, I like the franchise, Alien franchise. But yeah, 3 was kind of... Anyway, William Gibson's screenplay would have been amazing. And they did an audio version on Audible. Um, and it's fucking great. And it's, you know, you get it for free if you have Amazon Prime. It's uh, Alien 3 by William Gibson. And it's like an hour and 40 minutes long. I highly recommend it. Ooh. Check it out. Look into it. You know, Chris. The hot guy. People still to this day will come up to me and say that the favorite, the time, like, when you guess uh, music right at the beginning of our show. Mm-hmm. One time I, it was, I was playing a, a hair metal song at, and you were trying to guess, and I said, hottest guy in hair metal. And you instantly said Skid Row <laughs> right away well, without yeah, Sebastian Bach, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Who else would it be? <laughs> Axel? No. <laughs> dude, freaking Sebastian Bach. Ain't nobody have the bone spread structure of Sebastian Bach, dude. <laughs> uh, dude. All right. Anyway, what are you fucking recommending, asshole? I'm ready to be done. Um, I am rec- now. This is a anime show on Netflix. Oh, I know about that because I was in Japan. Called Blue Eye Samurai, and I have to say, it is not only the best anime show I've ever seen, but it is a great show. Great story. They do these crazy camera angles. It is amazing. It's on Netflix. Blue Eye Samurai. Dude, I can't recommend it enough. It's killer. I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. I've been a little busy traveling in Japan looking at where the samurai lived. I'm curious what Rotten Tomatoes gave this because it was... Hey, we don't have time to look up Rotten Tomatoes, asshole. What do you mean we don't have time to look at Rotten Tomatoes? I'm fucking done, dude. We've been recording forever. 
Fine. It's it ranks really high though. It wasn't like ninety eight. But you know how people get like they find out something's ranked really high, so they have to like lowball it to like bring it down. Kinda like you and me. And yeah. Our podcast. I assure you it's not the best <laughs> anime show, John. I know we're I dude, I know our email's gonna be flooded with Have you even looked into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or Alchemist? <laughs> like for me, I loved it though. Right. I'm sure O'Sheen will be like chiming in like I, I mean, think O'Sheen's dead. It was, I don't, it I was don't, good, but I don't, I, you I don't, know what? He, he's kind of gone hey, radio silent. Hey, I will say that O'Sheen gave me the Audible hack a long time ago because you mentioned reading something. Like if you have an Amazon Prime account, sooner or later you get that offer from Audible where it's like, join, have a one month free and, and download two books for free. So you just join Download the two books and then immediately cancel it, dude. Hey. And then a couple months later, it'll, that, that offer will come up again. Hey, um, Johnny, I'm uh, currently in business with Amazon right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I don't like this bullshit. So you can watch Chris's show and then immediately <laughs> cancel it. I don't like hey, these hacks. Dude. I can't wait to give. I can't wait to talk to the our pirate friend and give you a bootleg copy of your show. <laughs> That's not funny, fucker. I'll report you. I'll report you. I'll report you. Okay, now I'm gonna take us out with a song. Hey, hey uh, Green Day put out a new album. Kind of a slow month for music. Uh, if Kanye would have uh, put out his his album. I think it's coming out Friday, finally. I would have picked that. But, uh... Oh, really? You're anti-Semitic? <laughs> you anti-Semitic? Have you heard Kanye's new single? You know what? I'm changing it right now. <laughs> changing it right now. We're going to play Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anti-Semitic. It's going to be Kanye With West. With everything going on in the Middle East hey. right now, I just think it's funny that you're playing Kanye West. Dude, you know... That Johnny, when it comes to music, can separate the artist from the person. That's why Johnny still listens to R. Kelly, dude. <laughs> it's the freaking hey. weekend, so what if I'm drunk? I'm going wrong. Bounce, 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 bounce. <laughs> wow. So I can't find the name of the single right now, but we're going to take him out with Kanye West's new single where he's doing the Backstreet Boys sample. Samples the Backstreet Boys on a state single. So we're, we're not going to be posting this for like two weeks? No, we're, dude, we're just, this will be out in like a day or two. I'm going to edit it tomorrow. It's going to take you forever. All Thank right. You. Hey, everyone. Thank you for putting up with us. It's been a long time. We probably shouldn't take this much time between uh, recordings. Uh, I mean, I wanted to record. Johnny's just yeah. too busy. Yeah, just, I was a busy guy. You got shit going on. But, uh, I, the, the, you know, the excuses I tell Chris, like, I can't say on the air. <laughs> hey, and real quick, if uh, I do get word, like, Amazon, MGM thing comes through, we're going to be getting rid of my... My son has warned me uh, that I might get canceled because of this podcast, so we're <laughs> going to be deleting every hey, episode. <laughs> hey, totally understand, dude. Totally understand. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. Oh my god, we're back again. Back again. Brothers, sisters, everybody say. Gonna bring the flavor, show you how. Show you how. Got a question for you, better answer now. Answer now. Answer. Am I original? Yeah. Am I the only one? Yeah. Am I sexy?
When I talk to the shrink, you bet not blink. 99 problems that start with the kink. One in a pink, one in a stink. When you shave it down, is it still mink? Come sue me, me to me, surviving, yay, come shoot me. You wanna color me bad like a cool G. You wanna pack me up like a two me. Everybody waiting for me to say the wrong thing. Okay, you the king, Burger King. I'm finna make a scene, murder scene. Cause homie, we the scene, everything. With a bad little mommies, you know I wanna rock your body. You know I wanna do some things. Like tear that pussy out the frame We some top flow penthouse sweet type niggas I am not a rapper, I'm a poom poom killer Slim, handsome, rich ass nigga No, we can't forget about the bitch ass niggas So if you love the game, then pull them titties out We got everything you need for you to rock your body now Post you, and don't be in your feelings, I can't post you Double like pics, fix you I already got a color, I go ghost to Ain't trippin' if I lost you Do think real life like a cartoon Stand tall like a brush dude Ain't tellin' shy wreck, I mean shit move Everything you need for you to rock your body now